Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Kilobyte Podcast. I'm recording this on Sunday, May 22nd in the evening. I've gotten into a nice rhythm of recording on Sunday nights and trying to edit during the week and releasing towards the weekend. It's good to get on a schedule and make you become a habit because I think once I get to 10 episodes and I've done this and it's been 10 weeks, then it will be a nice habit and I'll get into it and I'll get more comfortable. I definitely feel more comfortable doing this. So thanks again for tuning in. So this week, we have a piece of follow-up. I did hear from Stelina429 on Twitter. She said that she went to an ice cream place this week called New City Micro Creamery in Hudson, Massachusetts, and they have cone stands. So when you're paying, you can put your cone in the cone stand, use both hands to get your cash together, and pay for your ice cream. I think this movement is beginning. The movement is officially beginning to get cone stands and cone holders at all ice cream stands across the world. We're going to start in New England because we're stubborn, and if we can get it done in New England, we can get it done anywhere. I know that for a fact. So that was the only piece of follow-up we had. Feel free to write in. Send me your comments on anything I discuss in this podcast. Now on to the show. This week, we had a little scare at my house. My son, who's six years old, had red eyes over the weekend last weekend. So we thought, well, maybe it's just allergies. But then in the back of my mind was, maybe it's conjunctivitis, or also known as pink eye. Conjunctivitis really freaks me out. It's one of the two things. Conjunctivitis and poison ivy really freak me out because it's one of those things where you can't see it. With poison ivy, you don't know if you have the oils on your skin, if you have the oils on your clothes. So anytime I ever come in contact with poison ivy, I always get really nervous and I lay out all my stuff and I quickly wash my hands and I keep close eye on my body to make sure that I'm not getting poison ivy. I got it really bad once about 10 years ago where it was on my hands and it turned black and I had to go to the doctor and get steroids. Conjunctivitis is the same way as poison ivy to me. It's one of these invisible things that you can't see and you don't know if, if you have it on your fingers, if it's on the doorknobs, if, if your kid has it and you don't know if he touched his eyes and kids just touch everything. So I immediately, as soon as it happens, we have these drops and they gave them to us a long time ago. As soon as one person gets it, it's going to quickly spread because it's so contagious to all the other people in the house. So I've had it in the last couple of years a couple times. Thank you these drops. I don't know if the drops do anything, but they make me feel better. As soon as somebody in the house has conjunctivitis, I quickly go, I'm going to just use these drops because I don't want to get it. I never know what to do. If I put the drops in, if I get it, should I not go to work? I probably should not go to work. I don't know when I should actually start going back to work. It makes me crazy because I just, it's, it's totally all about, I can't see it. I can't tell when somebody has it or I can't tell if it's on me or what it's on. And I'm constantly in a state of fear as soon as it enters our house. Luckily for us, my son just had really bad allergies and his eyes were all red and puffy all week. And they did get that crusty stuck together thing. So when he woke up, they'd be all crusty. But in the end, nobody else got it. Seems to have just been allergies. And I am so, so, so thankful for that because I, it, yeah, it really freaks me out. What I'm going to talk about today is a little technology focused, but it's it's general, so it's not going to be too technical. It's just going to be a, a quick rant about Bluetooth. 
Yes, Bluetooth. So for a long time, I avoided Bluetooth. Everybody at work had Bluetooth headphones and wireless keyboards. And I was like, you know what? That just seems like something else I need to charge. I don't need that trouble in my life. Fast forward uh, until last fall, and there was a great deal on Bluetooth headphones. And I had just bought the Apple Watch. And I said, let me try these Bluetooth headphones and see how this Bluetooth technology works. I had little experience with Bluetooth. I got these headphones. They were just in-ear headphones, these crappy $20 Bluetooth headphones. And I said, oh, I'll give it a shot. So I bought those. They work pretty well. I could have the phone somewhere else and I could listen to music and there was no cable and that was really nice. Unfortunately, they didn't really stay in my ears. I love the headphones that come with the iPhone. They work perfectly for me. They fit perfectly in my ears. They stay there. They never fall out. They're great for me. And these headphones didn't really fit. But I really did like the Bluetooth and I was like, oh, this Bluetooth is pretty cool. The next thing I bought that was Bluetooth was for my car. I have a car from 2010. So it's, it's old. My car only has a six CD changer. Yes, it has this weird CD changer that I never use anymore. Satellite radio and it has the auxiliary plug. So every day I would get in my car and I'd have to take my phone out of my bag and plug it into the headphone jack and then I would hit play and then I couldn't control it from the stereo. I had to go back to the phone and turn on the music and it was a real pain in the butt. Fast forward to last fall, I was like, oh, Bluetooth is cool. Let me uh, see what I can find for the car. I found a Bluetooth receiver for the car. You plug into the power port and the auxiliary port for audio and then there's like a little controller. It's just a single button that you can tap on and it has forward and back also. So it has three buttons. Uh, play, pause, and forward and back. So what happens is you sync up with this Bluetooth thing and it plays into your auxiliary port. This has been life-changing. It's been fantastic. It's so nice to just get in the car and hit the button and it just starts playing music. I know this seems crazy but this is the reality of, of what I was doing for years. And then the best part is you just shut the car off and get out. You don't have to worry about stopping anything because it knows that, you know, the power has gone off and the phone says, oh, that Bluetooth device is no longer connected and I have no headphones and it just shuts off. You just get back in the car and you're good to go. That all sounds well and good and it's worked pretty well. Sometimes when it's cold, I have to unplug the Bluetooth thing and put my hand around the plug for 20 seconds and then I push it back in and it works. Now, I don't know if that's just voodoo magic or if I just need to unplug it, but that that seems to be what works is putting my hand around it to warm it up or, or something. That's been kind of one bump in the road. The other bump in the road has been trying to use Siri. The problem with this is the the Bluetooth button controller thing has a microphone on it. So whenever I try to use Siri now, it tries to go through that microphone, which seems to be a piece of crap microphone. So Siri never hears what I say and it just gets confused. Siri gets confused usually anyway, but it's way worse. It has no idea. So that has been kind of an annoyance. But it's, it's okay. It's a first world problem and I accept that problem. The other Bluetooth situation I have, so I bought these Jab Remove headphones, which are Bluetooth headphones. Now I had never really owned real headphones before that weren't like earbuds or the Sony Walkman headphones that are kind of like earbuds. They go in your ears. So this is my first time getting real headphones that go over my ears. So far they've been great. I don't like the over ear. It kind of pushes on my ears a little bit, so I can only do it in limited spurts. But for the most part, I would use them at home in the morning. They are Bluetooth but they also have a wired plug. So right now I'm listening to those with the wire plugged in. My problem with these is sometimes when I'm using Bluetooth, it gets all screwed up and it's out of sync and it skips and it makes me nuts. Again, Bluetooth, while wonderful and while a great technology, it's still just slightly frustrating and 
almost frustrating enough that I don't want to listen. So that's my story with headphones and Bluetooth. I also use Bluetooth for a mouse and a keyboard on my Mac. That has been frustrating because you can't just easily switch between one Mac and another. It's kind of, once you pair one keyboard with one Mac, it's really difficult to switch unless you get one of the new Magic Keyboards where you can just plug the USB in. I have that kind of worked out. I have one wired keyboard and, and that's been fine. In conclusion, Bluetooth is a great technology and it makes things a lot easier and it's it's improved lots of my daily use of my devices, but there's still some stuff to work out. There's still some inconsistencies. Sometimes it won't sync up and then I hit play and it plays on the device or Siri will use the wrong microphone and then won't understand what I say or phone calls come in and I try to answer the phone call and it's using the microphone from the Bluetooth and not the microphone on the phone so I can't really talk to people and I'm scrambling around all while driving trying to, to work this out. So that's it. Uh, this week I did a little bit of complaining, which I like to do a lot, and hopefully I will try not to do too much. I hope you all are enjoying the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.